0: Welcome to D&D. Let's get started today and have him run all the colors across the screen so you can paint along with us at home.
1: Apparently we're just (laughs) referencing dead people now. Rest in peace, Bob Ross. (laughs) Hello everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and I'm joined today by four of my friends. Hey guys, it's Jeremy, I play Lorik Darkbolt.
0: I'm Jeffrey, and I play Sir Mance Off
2: I'm Alan, and I play Jim
1: Carth. Jim Carth. Hi, I'm Red, and I play Kellen. So... We're in the grove. Yeah,
3: we are. We're in it. Actually, I don't know that we're in the grove because I'm not seeing no big giant tree that's like glowing and golden with a stone in it.
1: As you've recently learned, the grove is much larger than that area with the tree. And you all are within this sacred realm searching for such a place. But before we get back into all that business, how's everybody doing today? We're doing good. I like... (laughs) Coffee. I'm both
0: excited, <laughs> also like coffee, and terrified. When you said I like, for some reason, I started thinking of Japanese food, and now I really want some Japanese food. You and me
2: both. <laughs> I have it's leftover great. Chinese food that I want to have for lunch today. Ooh. It's uh, sesame chicken with some some rice, mm, 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 couple of broccoli florets in there. Ooh, florets. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's like the little the little trees. Oh, Oh, yeah, I think that's right. Little little trees. trees. (laughs) Little trees. Little trees.
1: Okay, to kick things off today, I'm going to roll this giant D20. Roll it. 15. 15. Oh, boy. 15.
0: We're all going to die. What, you got a 15?
1: Somehow I rolled a 55.
0: Oh, (laughs) 55.
1: When last we ended, The group finally made their entrance into the grove, but only just in the nick of time. For as Kellan leapt through the gateway there in the Corrine, something enormous struck the canopy with a resounding boom, and his grandfather thrust him through the gate and into the darkness ahead. Shortly after arriving, the group encountered the guardian of the grove, an androsphinx named Ovi. Ovi gave them some guidance about the dangers that awaited them within the grove as the group set out on the final stretch of their journey. We begin with the five of you running through a dim passageway leading deeper into the grove. Cervantes, you're in the lead atop your newly summoned steed, Roan. Yeah, boy. With Charlie and Kellen just behind you, Lorik, Guy, and Jim are running as fast as they can a short distance back as a large pack of brownish-orange-furred dogs keep popping in and out of existence as they chase you all onward.
3: Uh, help! Run! <laughs> help! You're with us. I don't know what to do.
1: I need all of you to roll me initiative.
3: Oh, I rolled a natural 20.
0: What? Yeah, right there. Coo. Well, you wasted that for this session.
2: Shh. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Guy got a six. I rolled a
2: 12. I rolled a five.
1: Huh? A five. I got an eight. So this is a skills challenge for the moment. So here's how we're going to run this. You all are running from this pack of dogs that keeps popping in and out of existence, like they're jumping through portals or something behind you. And you can't really ascertain how many there are. You've seen at least five or six at one given time. It sounds like an army of dogs chasing you all with the sounds of these howls coming from behind you, the left and the right, resounding through this sort of grown down wooden tunnel that you are running through. So right now, your objective is to get out of this tunnel into the next area. And then once you're there, if you all wanted to do something different, that's fine. But I need you all in initiative order to use your skills, magic, etc. attacks to help get away from these things. Lorik, it is your turn to begin.
3: Why are we always running from stuff? Um, I want to be, uh, I want to be a little perceptive. I want to do two things. I want to see if I can see what's coming, like specifically, have we, actually, have we seen what they are yet?
1: They look like these brown and orange furred dogs. Brown and orange furred dogs. With these long snouts.
3: Okay, I'm just going to perception, I want to see if there's anything that's in this hallway up a, ahead of us um, that we can throw down or blow up or, you know, is there anything kay. at all that we can use to our advantage while trying to get away from them?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: That's a nine on the dice, and I have a plus four to perception. So that's a 13.
1: I'll say that you don't notice anything that you can use to your advantage. The tunnel that's over you is grown down with thick, like vines and thorns. You know, it's like it was grown to intentionally be a tunnel that closes you in. And it would take some pretty serious damage to do anything to it. And you really can't tell how thick it is, but it looks like it's way, it's way too thick for you to see anything through it.
3: So is that like on the ceiling or just all the way That's around? That's on
1: the ceiling. The walls, it's like it's like rounded over top of you.
3: Okay, so it's like a tunnel of vines.
1: Yes. Okay. You don't really see anything that could help you.
3: I'm going to be running, and I'm going to be like, why are we always running from things? And then I'm going to point my Wand of Wonders back towards the dogs. Oh okay. And I'm going to cast my Wand of Wonders. Is this
0: really happening right now? Roll it. I just know there's going to be a giant hellhound chasing this right (laughs) now.
3: I got a 90
2: and a zero. It's the Wand of Wonders. We got a theme song now. Oh, gosh. (laughs) A stream of 1d4
3: times 10 gems, each worth 1gp, shoots from the wand's tip in a line 30 feet long and 5 feet wide. Each gem okay. deals one bludgeoning damage, and the total damage of the gems is divided equally among all the creatures in the line.
1: Okay, so it's one... What is it? One D what? One D gems? four
3: times ten.
2: I think it should shoot oh. miniature versions of me.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> and I rolled a, a
1: four. I rolled a four. <laughs> oh boy, so this is not good. <laughs> so that's 40 gems in a line 30 feet long and five feet wide, and you just pointed it backwards. So that's a potential of 40 bludgeoning damage. The total of gems is equally divided among all creatures in the line. So here's what you do. You're running forward, and I'm going to need you just to roll me a d20. It's a 10. Okay. So you point your Wand of Wonders back behind you, and out from it comes spewing 40 (laughs) in a straight line (laughs) of these red, blue, green, and orange gems just, you know, what you would expect, these hard stones flying out in a straight line backwards. And since you're running, it's sort of waving back and forth a little bit. Oh, no. Some of these gems, you can see, if you glance back, you can see a few of them connect with some of these dogs, and you hear a few yelps as some of them are getting hit and different things. Some of them actually disappear. What? And then, Servants, you and Kellen in the front running, all of a sudden you see some gems pop into existence along with these dogs in front of you, and they're flying back towards you. Oh
0: my
3: goodness. What and I the need
1: you, you and Kellen both to make me a dexterity saving throw. What just happened? Thanks,
0: uh, I mean, it,
3: this Portal is...
1: monsters, man. Oh, oh hey. my
3: gosh.
0: A what saving throw? <laughs> Let's see here.
1: Dexterity.
0: 19. Hit him, Sir Vance.
4: I also have a 19. I rolled a 13 on the dice.
1: Well done. Okay. So both of you manage to avoid these gems as they fly past you, luckily. And some of those dogs take a little... You can see them taking some damage and hear some yelps resounding in this tunnel that's enclosed in as you're running forward. So, Kellen, it's your turn.
4: Okay, so now we have dogs
1: in front of us and behind us? Uh, they're blinking around everywhere. They don't stay anywhere for very long. Okay. But there might be one up here next to you. What are you wanting to do? You want to attack one?
4: No, I was just I was trying to think of something to... Kind of get away, but I guess if they're like popping in front of us and behind us, it's it's up to you.
1: You think about what you would want to do in this situation. I think I want to use Entangle. Okay. Not want to use it behind us. Like, okay. Behind them. That's fine. Go ahead and cast it. I'll tell you what. You don't have to give me anything. You reach back and cast Entangle. What does it look like? Well,
4: since the walls and stuff are technically already made of vines, it just kind of like grows up, essentially. Like the vines and the the thorns and stuff just kind of grow up and all that. And it just kind of makes a bigger circle and harder to get through.
1: Okay. I'm going to roll to see about how many dogs are in the area when your spell lands. Alright, cool. Okay, I rolled a three. So, I'm going to roll... What is it? Is it strength, uh, strength saves, dex saves? Yes,
4: it is a strength save.
1: Okay, so I'll roll strength save for three of them. Two of them fail. So, whenever these vines come bursting up out of the ground and go to grab them. All of the dogs try to blink, but two of them are grabbed quickly and held to the ground and they're yelping and howling and trying to bite at these things and get free. The other one just escapes without any trouble. So, Cervantes, it is your turn.
0: It's my turn? It is indeed your turn, sir. Okay.
2: What would you like to do?
0: Get him, Cervantes.
2: Well... It's a deep subject.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) It is so deep.
0: I want to use my divine sense because I want to know, he wants to know, okay. if they're <laughs> celestial finger or undead.
1: Okay. So give me a religion check.
0: Religion? That ain't good.
1: <laughs> what is it? A natural one?
0: It's a nine.
1: Aha. A nine. Okay. You reach out with your senses, but I don't know. It's either that they're none of those, or it's that you're just not really in a state for doing this. Actually when you reach out with your senses everything sort of goes out of whack because where you are is kind of surrounded by celestial energy nice celestial energy yes celestial being like gods right oh i thought celestial meant like
2: ceilings so basically what happens is
0: <laughs> what oh my gosh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay what were you saying, Jeffrey? Sorry. So
0: basically what happens is you said everything goes out of whack. Yeah. So it's sort of like that Krusty Krab meme. You know, Mr. Krabs. Oh, when yeah. The yes. whole everything's all weird. Yeah. That's how I feel.
1: That's how you feel. But Rowan's keeping you steady, you know.
4: Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me.
0: I was going u- to try things. to use my turn the unholy if I could in the same time uh. to see if it did anything.
1: Okay. I mean, you can try to use it. Just roll me a d20. The 14. Okay. Even adding your religion to that, and then we'll say that's like what? A 17? Or an 18? An 18. Nothing visible happens. Nice. You feel like you did okay, though. You feel like you did exactly what you were supposed to do, but it doesn't have any effect, so that would lead you to believe that perhaps these things aren't necessarily unholy. Good. Okay. Guy is going to go. Guy's running along, and he says, uh, Sir Vance, do you think maybe there's room for me on that horse? As he reaches back and casts Magic Missile. And he's mm-hmm. going to roll. Mm-hmm. He manages to fire off three darts, just like a regular Magic Missile, but he only manages to hit one of the dogs. But one of these dogs takes the hit pretty square in the chest as it blinks back out, and you hear a howl as it gets hit pretty hard. And let's see how Guy takes that. Okay, you rolled a 17. Guy manages to stay on his feet and shake it off with no effect. What? He's really settling into that wizarddom, you know what I'm saying?
2: Battle mage. Jim. So, I am going to cast Vicious Mockery. So, you said these
1: are orange, right? Orange and brown, yeah. Orange is
2: brown. So, I look at them and I say Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> really that's amazing
1: that's what he says oh man okay cheetos. uh we're supposed to make wisdom saving throws right yes okay 16 so a couple of them glancing back look incredibly offended by what you said
0: Offended <laughs> <laughs> dogs. because cheetos are real in manumi
1: a couple of them make a sound that sounds sort of like laughter
0: i just want to say that uh you just made it canon that Cheetos are known
3: in Monumi.
0: So, whenever we get out of this place, Servants is definitely going to get some Cheetos. <laughs> just say.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Alright, so now we're back around. So what's happened during this time, you all are running along. You've made a pretty good distance through this tunnel and leaving behind the area where you were, if you all recall, it was sort of raining and it was brightly lit like an afternoon day and it was just a crazy-looking forest-type area, and there was that music coming from off in the distance that Jim kept trying to go to. Carrots. <laughs> and you all kept using carrots to try and uh, for some yes. reason lead Roan astray, but Roan's just like, I'm going to listen to Servants Anyhow, lots of things were taking place. Well, as you've been running down this tunnel, it's gotten darker steadily, and Great. the light behind you has faded mm-hmm. like a tunnel, and up ahead of you, it's still very dark. And you hear something kind of rolling through a sort of low sound. And it sounds oh, no. to you like thunder in the distance.
0: Indiana Jones moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, a giant wow. ball stone comes rolling down through. No. The direction you guys are running, you can hear what sounds like thunder in the distance.
3: I can't believe we left all those gems just laying there.
1: All those, me, Jim says. Lorik, it's your turn. <laughs>
3: Guys, do you, do you hear that up ahead? Um, uh, I, I, uh, He points his wand forward and and uses the wand of wonders. Forward. Uh
1: huh. Okay. All right. Roll me. Roll it. Oh my goodness. Roll that beautiful bean footage.
4: Aren't
0: you gonna hit me and Jeffrey? He's gonna hit my horse in the butt with that. I'm not aiming wand of at your wonders. horse. I'm it's gonna ahead happen ahead of us. And then it's gonna turn into a giant horse.
1: I do want to point out, Lorik. Uh-huh. If you recall, you're feeling a little out of sorts.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a little screwed up.
3: I rolled a 60.
1: A 60. I think we've had that before, haven't we? Is that a
0: 5?
3: Nope.
1: Oh boy. Oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no.
3: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You point the
1: wand forward and you're threading it between Cervantes and Kellen. Oh, this could not be so. This could not be better.
3: Oh. It's so bad.
1: <laughs> so lay the ground cuz where you all running it's like turf, it's grass. Where it's dark in here, it's not thick, but it's thicker than you would think. The grass on the ground about, I don't know, we'll say 20 or 30 feet up ahead of you guys starts growing super fast, and it grows on the ground all the way across this tunnel.
3: Sorry, guys. What? And it
1: grows <laughs> 10 times its normal size, what? and it blocks up the path ahead with tall, thick grass that just sort of blocking your passageway up ahead.
3: Well, I was hoping for Fireball, but I'll, I'll take that. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: my goodness. We're dead. We're dead. This is we're all gonna die. Here's where how I'm gonna do this. You all can try to go through it, but it's more than rough terrain. You're actually gonna have to like cut through it to get through it. And as you're cutting through it, you're only gonna be able to move at half your speed.
3: Amazing. Awesome. Half our speed and it's a sixty foot radius, guys.
1: It's all the way across and it's sixty foot long, which you don't know that, but it's you know, you can't see through it.
3: That's awesome. I just got us all killed. Kellen <laughs> It's your turn. <laughs> I just killed everyone. Amazing.
1: <laughs> Amazing. You know, it's crazy. That's so perfectly suited for this situation.
0: Oh, yeah.
4: Can I work on cutting down the grass and then have Charlie fight some of these
1: dogs? I love it. I love it. That's a gr- great idea.
4: I'm going to look at Charlie, and I'm going to be like, Charlie, cover us. I'm going to start working on cutting this grass, and I'm going to take out both my swords.
1: Okay, you give me a couple attacks with your swords, and I will give Charlie an attack on a couple of dogs, and I'll roll those.
4: Okay. That is a 17 on one dice, and then a 12 on the other.
3: Lovely.
1: Okay. You are doing a pretty good job. I mean, this is an attack roll, so you can add your attack bonus to that. So, it's like, what, plus oh, okay, six?
3: Cool. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Actually,
4: it might be plus seven. I'm not sure.
1: Well, you are doing a really good job of taking out grass. I mean, you're pulling out your swords, and you were just swinging left and right, and... You're doing some good work. You're making some headway. In the meantime, Charlie just hops off, rears back, and lets out a bear roar as a couple of these dogs appear in front of him, and he just lunges at them. He lunges at one with his claws, and it blinks out of the way, and he isn't able to slash it. And sort of like a feint as that's happening, he lunges to the right and chomps down on another one's neck.
0: Nice. Wow. That's my bear. What
1: is his bite damage, do
0: you know? Two D12s. I'm just guessing it's here.
1: That. It's not two D12s. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not two D12s. <laughs> I think it's like um, a D6, but I, I've got it right here. I can check. So he bites down on this thing for seven damage. Y'all. And uh, he doesn't kill it, but he has got a real good hold on it right this second. Woo! <laughs> Charlie just wrecked <laughs> Okay, now it's your turn, Cervantes.
0: But I don't want it to be my turn. But
1: Why not? Because
0: now there's nothing for me to do.
1: I think there's something for you to do. There's 60 foot of grass and you've got a 10 foot sword in your hand.
0: That's, I mean, that's what I was going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. No, you should charge the dogs because that's, that's... I'm going to charge the dogs. <laughs>
1: okay, do what you want. You no,
0: really? no, I'm going to charge the grass. Mm-hmm. Attack the grass. Attack the grass. With magic.
1: <laughs> with magic or with your sword? With my sword. On a horse. Okay, okay. do it. Roll me a couple of attack rolls.
0: A couple of attack rolls... Wow. Wow. That's a
1: 26. Okay. And a 25. Dang. Holy cow. Did you run 18 and a 19? Yeah, boy. You swipe the Odachi two times, and you clear 15 feet of grass forward. (sniffs) Whoop. You're sort of trotting into it with Roan, and things are just getting serious. So Guy is going to run in behind you, and he is going to draw his short sword and try to help you guys. Oh, boy. Yeah, Guy. He drops his short sword in the grass, oh. and then he falls down on his knees and is trying to get his short sword.
2: Oh, my gosh. Great.
1: Okay. So, now it is Jim's turn.
2: So, we're in a fairly narrow area. Is that is that right? Yeah.
1: How narrow? It's not super-duper narrow. I
2: mean, it's probably like 15 feet wide. Okay. So, I am going to cast a narrow check.
1: I see. How does that
2: work? <laughs> These dogs, right? Yes. They're coming after us. They're, they're kind of teleporting and blinking in and out of existence. Doing their thing. Doing what they do. Doing what they do. Mm-hmm. Are they kind of concentrated?
1: The dogs? Yeah, the puppies. At times, you know, they're blinking around. They're they're hopping around, Beep. appearing and Beep. disappearing. But if you're wanting to try and get a group of them together, you're sort of just scoping them out and waiting for your perfect opportunity.
2: Okay, so I'll look for that perfect
1: opportunity. Okay. Then I run out in the middle of them. You want to run out in the middle of them? Yeah. Okay, well, see, look, if you were to step toward them, they might appear around you, sort of like a pack circling prey. <laughs> is that what you want? <laughs> Sounds like
3: a great idea.
2: Okay. And then I cast Animal Handling. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my oh, gosh. Man. Oh, my I've, gosh. I've got a plus two. I'm just kidding, I'm not going to do dies. that. Jim okay. <laughs> <Gym> is devoured.
2: <laughs> I've got to cast Thunderous Step.
1: Hmm, I like the sound of that. How does that work? Sounds like thunder.
2: So, you teleport yourself to an unoccupied space you can see within range. Uh-huh. Immediately after you disappear, a thunderous boom sounds, and each creature within 10 feet of the space you left must make a constitution saving
1: throw. Beautiful. Taking
2: 3d10 thunder damage on a failed save. beautiful gem. Or half as much damage on a successful one. Thunder can be heard from up to 300 feet away. Okay, I like this.
1: Okay, here's what I'm going to do.
0: Jim has become a genius in battle.
1: I'm going to roll a d8 to see how many dogs appear around you at once. All that knowledge. Okay. Seven. Mm. Oh yeah. That gum. Okay, I don't have that many d20s here. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to roll a what is it? What, what sort of save is it? Constitution. Constitution. All right. I'm going to roll seven of them and call the numbers out to you. Okay. Okay. I'll just tell you if it pass or fail. That's an 18. That's a pass. The second one fails. Yeah, it do. The third one fails. Mm. The fourth yeah, one fails. Keep failing. Uh, yeah, it do. The fifth one fails. Keep failing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it do. The sixth one fails. Oh, Wreck us. And the seventh one fails. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> All of them but one fails. That so
2: is 3D awesome. 10? It's 3D10. So I'm going to roll my 3D10s. 3D okay, 10s, roll me 3D10s. 3D that 10s, was amazing. Three 10s. It's a 7, 6, and a 5. Nice. So Holy
1: cow. Is
2: it 20? No, that's 18. 18. Uh, so, the ones that failed take 18. The other ones take 9. And I teleport 90 feet. So, would that get
1: me across the grass? Do you seriously teleport 90 feet? That's what it says. That's awesome. That's an amazing spell. This isn't insane, but yes, you teleport on the other side of the grass if that's what you want to do. Yeah, and I'm like, guys... I'm here. (laughs) Wow. So you all are chopping through, running, trying to get through, and suddenly there is a resounding (gasps) boom from behind you all, and Jim just zips out of existence, and you hear him calling from the other side of the grass. Guys, I'm here. So (laughs) of those dogs, Jim, if any of the rest of you that are still on that side were to look back, four of them fall to the ground dead. Oh, my gosh. You also notice that they have gems sticking out of their fur. Gems. Oh, they have me. The other three disappear.
4: <laughs> Guys, I believe Jim is becoming a god
1: now. <laughs> this Laurie, is weird. It is your turn.
3: Where did the Where did do the dogs go? Um, uh, I. And he like just turns away from the dead animals and steps into the grass, and uh, he's gonna look at the Wanda Wonders for a minute. No, mm-hmm. I shouldn't do that. It pulls out his other wand, and he's gonna. I'm gonna use sword burst. Okay. I'm just gonna like flick it above my head, and from my sides, are gonna blow out these beautiful spectral swords.
1: How does that work?
3: So, there's a circle of blades around you. Uh, there's a dexterity saving throw. They gotta get a 16 or higher or better, and it's 2d6 damage of these f- spectral swords flying around me.
1: How big is the radius? Does it say? Five foot. Okay, so five feet on each side of you. So basically, you summon these spinning spectral blades. Just roll me a couple of D20s to see how they're doing in cutting through the grass. I got an 8 and an 11. They're doing okay. They're cutting through, but maybe not as quickly as you might would think they would, because this is basically a magic buzzsaw. Yep. <laughs> you basically just made a magic lawnmower.
3: Yes, Lurk's lawnmower. <laughs> He's the
1: lawnmower man, okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, now it is Kellen's turn. Kellen, you are cutting through. And you hear a sound as Charlie is just wrecking some of these guys behind him. He is biting down on that one's neck again, and he actually just bites through and just rips its throat out. Oh! oh. At that exact same moment, though, three other dogs appear on either side, and they jump on Charlie's back. Uh-oh. Oh, my God! And they are attacking him. What do you do?
4: I'm going to run back, and I'm going to slice both of them. Okay. I'm going to slice
3: two of them. That's the best I got. How many dogs are there still alive? Do we know? You have no
1: idea. Oh, goodness. A lot.
0: It could be infinite dogs. First one is a 15 plus 7. Okay, (laughs) that's a hit. Yeah. Nice. Second
4: one is an 11 plus 7.
1: Both hits, so roll me two D6s, right?
4: That's a 5 plus 4. Okay. For the first one. And then the second one is... Oh, that's another five.
1: Okay, so one of them, you manage to stab through the heart and kill it. It falls over dead. The other one, you slash it, and it releases Charlie and then blinks out.
4: And there's, I mean, I'm assuming there's still one more. There
1: is, yes. But he can probably handle one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He turns and tries to grab it with his jaw, and it's just at the right angle where he can grab a leg, and he yanks as hard as he can.
4: Yeah, Charlie.
1: And he's going to give it just a little bit of damage, but he does manage to pull it off. Get him, okay. Charlie. Servants, are you still cutting through the grass? Yeah. Give me two more rolls.
0: I'm going to cut this grass down. Oh, That's uh, 11 and uh, mm-hmm. 14.
1: On the dice? No. <laughs> okay. Those are your attacks. <laughs> okay. You managed to get enough through with Kellen's help that you actually cut through and you've made a small passageway through the other side. And you see Jim standing there in the dim light.
0: Yeah. Hey, Jim.
2: Hey. Welcome. The grass is greener over here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you run through? Yeah, I'm running through.
1: Guy is right on your feet, running as fast as he can. He's digging deep, and now he's trying to put some great distance between himself and the dogs, and he is really booking. Jim, it's your turn. Servants and guy come running through. Lorik, do you follow after them? Yes. Like, are you running with them? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Lorik run. comes running through. Charlie turns and begins to run in that direction as well. And Kellan, I'm assuming you hop on his back or just run with him.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna hop on his back.
1: Okay. So a couple seconds later, they all come running through. And as you guys run through and make just a little bit of distance, you start seeing more of these dogs blinking in behind you, and they're redoubling their efforts. You all are running forward and you hear that thunderous sound from up ahead start to get a little bit louder. It sounds like a storm. Like it sounds like you're running into a storm. Mm. Oh, great. And like things are getting worse. It's not pitch black here, it's dimly lit. So even those of you that don't have dark vision, you can see well enough to see that up ahead the tunnel is beginning to spread back out into a new area of the grove. And as you are running through, running into this area, as you first step out into it, these dogs begin just popping into existence all around you in a sort of wave coming towards you. Amazing! And they're just pushing you all forward. You all are running, and suddenly you hear them just stop.
0: Whoa! Everybody stop! Everybody stop! Why are we stopping? No, we're not stopping. Uh, slow down. Why?
3: They're they're afraid of something.
0: So.
1: They all slow down, and you all kind of come to just a little bit of a slow maybe and look back, and as you look back, you see this a very, very strange sight. You see these dogs, like, kneeling, I guess is really the best way to put it. Oh, my it. gosh. They come to a stop, and then they just curl up a foot and lower it and lower their snouts to the ground.
0: And it's Cerberus.
1: I was going to say, we just found Cerberus. At this point, you hear this, this sound. Oh, man. And... The blink dogs sort of scatter to the left and the right just enough to make a pathway coming from the tunnel that you all just came from. And over the opening appears this black gate. Uh And something comes bounding forward into the dim light. (laughs) Just the sound of its feet hitting the ground inflicts you with a sense of dread. Mm. As this new beast comes forward into your vision, you see standing before you a ragged, Haunting beast. Haunting beast. It's at least five feet tall on all fours. There, it stands before you like a great hound covered in thick black fur, each paw the breadth of a catcher's mitt. Wow. Its neck, like, stretches up and turns in these weird, unnatural ways. It's very disturbing. And as it takes a deep, like, rasping breath, inhaling each of your scents its face takes on a look of ecstasy uh-huh. but the most disturbing part of all is its face its face is covered in a thinner fur and its large eyes glow with a deep red as it snarls at you with an unnervingly human-like face um, then stretching its abnormally long neck toward the skies it lets out a harrowing howl
0: I don't
4: like this I use my earthbending abilities to make a wall
2: between us and the dog. Let's roll initiative. I want to use animal handling.
1: <laughs> you fail.
2: Oh, remember how last time I rolled a three? Okay. Well, this time I rolled a four. Well <laughs>
1: done, sir.
3: All right, I rolled a 19. <laughs> nice. Well, that's a 22.
0: I got a 16 total. I also got a 22.
1: Yeah, I got a four. Uh, Who's got the higher dex? Kellen? I'm a 19. Yeah,
3: mine's only a 16.
1: You all are standing probably 30 feet away from this thing, you know, as you come to a sort of skidding stop and it appears in front of you. And it is taking these deep, raspy breaths. And when it lets out that howl, the first thing I need, Kellen, is it's your turn, is I need you to roll me a save. Oh, no. Mm. Which save? This is a wisdom save.
4: I love saves. I rolled in 19 on the dice. All right,
1: so you save. So now it is your turn. What do you want to do?
4: Mm. I don't feel like we should fight this thing, but also I feel like I don't know. I
1: don't know how we're going to get away from it.
4: How far away are we from the exit from the tunnel?
1: You're out of the tunnel.
4: Oh, okay, so we're in the next area anyways. So we're going to have to fight this thing.
1: Yeah, and this area appears like a forest, but instead of being filled with green and all those things, it almost seems like... Halfway dead trees. Yeah. Okay. And it's very dark, and there are thunderclouds over top of you. You can hear them. You can't see them, but you can see the flash of lightning far off in the distance and hear thunder rolling all through this area.
4: Okay. I'm gonna, I'm just going to
1: longbow it. Okay. I'm going to
4: shoot him with my longbow. Roll it. That's a natural 20. Are you serious? Ooh.
1: Well done. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Roll me the damage.
4: So it's 2d8s. Uh, so he shot it?
1: He pulls back his bow, and he shoots it with an arrow.
4: That's a 6 plus four, ten, and then an 8. So, 18 on the dice.
1: So, 18 damage. Wow. You pull back your bow, and you aim down the sights, and you aim for probably one of those glowing red eyes, maybe? Yeah. And the arrow just goes hurtling toward him, and right when you would expect it to stick into his face, it just passes right through him. Oh my what? gosh. Like smoke.
2: Hmm. I hate. Is that legal? Hate Fey
3: monsters.
4: Okay. So that other thing I was talking about <laughs> doing. What do you do? I'm going to attempt to hide <laughs> with my leaf guard armor.
1: <laughs> that would require an action. So you just use your action. Oh. You're not a rogue. You I... don't got that cunning action, wow. you know what I'm saying? So Yep, that sucks. You can sort of get behind Charlie a little bit if you want to, but if you want to, like, try and tuck behind a tree for cover, you can do something like that, but you can't hide.
4: Yeah, I'm going to hide
1: behind Charlie a little bit. Okay, so now it's Lorik's turn.
2: Jim, have have you ever seen anything like this before? Has Jim ever seen anything like this before? No. Nah. Should I
1: make a nah, bro. check? You can make a check if you want. You can make, like, a... Okay. I don't know. Animal handling. No. <laughs> history, <Animal>. I guess.
2: <laughs> history. I'm going to make a history check.
1: I got a 17. That's really good. You don't know what this is, but you have heard of strange creatures like this. It it has attributes of creatures that you would have heard of in the past, things that have a sort of invulnerability or something like that to normal mundane weaponry.
2: Lovely. This thing has a vulnerability to normal mundane weaponry. Invulnerability. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> invulnerability. Sorry. Sometimes I get my history checks backwards.
1: <laughs> okay. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. All right, Lark, what are you doing?
3: He's glancing back and forth between his two wands.
1: Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, roll the dice.
3: I I really, I really do want a wand of wonders it.
1: I mean, you know, this is your moment. It's your one opportunity. It's all you. You do you, bruh. You do you. One chance. You've only got one shot. Do what you want.
2: Hit it with your best shot.
3: Let's test that out, Jim, and I'll cast Magic Missile at second level. (laughs) Okay. All the D4s. That's 10 damage on the
1: dice. So 14. Plus
3: 4, so 14 damage. Got a 4, a 3, a 2, and a 2. That's 11 on the dice. Oh, 11 on the dice, plus 4, 15 damage. You did it. Even better.
1: These force darts appear from your wand and hurtle toward this monstrous hound creature. And it is sort of just laughing and breathing this raspy breath as these darts crash into its body. And it does stutter back a little bit with a growl. And then it hunkers its face toward the ground and lowers into a pouncing position. Oh no. Oh, yeah. now I need you to roll me right now because I forgot before and it's my fault and here it is. I need you to roll me a save, a wisdom save.
3: My wisdom save is a +4. Okay. And I rolled a natural 20. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, oh.
1: You feel oh, oh. very courageous, emboldened yeah. even. You even feel slightly less grumpy as you have been feeling.
0: <laughs> oh, that's and
1: good. you brace yourself as this hound focuses in on you. Very displeased with the damage that you just caused it, mm-hmm. and it bounds towards you in a great leap.
0: Bring it on, puppy dog. Puppy dog. <laughs>
1: Let's see what happens.
0: More like a people dog.
1: <laughs> mm, what's your AC? Uh,
0: two. Thirteen.
1: <laughs> Squishy. Oh Wow, I rolled really low, but it's still <laughs> over thirteen, so <laughs> there we well, go. It's pretty easy to hit. And it's five feet tall on all fours. So it lands like right over you, but it knocks you to the ground. And without bending down, it just lowers its long, weird neck and bites you right on the shoulder. Ow. Here we go.
3: Come on, low damage.
1: Let's see. That is. 711 damage. Uh oh. You should just be glad you didn't fail that save, bro.
3: Oh, is it worse if I fail the save? You should just Your be age. glad
1: you didn't fail that save.
3: Oh, man. Lorik hits the ground.
1: Kellen, huddling back behind Charlie, you hear Charlie speak. Sweet. Stay back, Kellen. I'll take care of this foul beast. And actually, all of you hear Charlie speak. What? 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 Oh, oh. And then Charlie, <laughs> running forward, leaps into the air, and is going to try and attack this foo. Yeah. Oh. He rolls really well. What do you get? What do he get? He rolled... I mean, total is like a 24. So. Nice. He jumps onto this hound's back and tries to bite him. He bites down onto his shoulder for six damage, and he actually does connect with the hound, and he's biting into it, but the hound seems almost not fog-like or smoke-like like it was before when you attacked it with a sword, but it still seems slightly incorporeal, like like he's sinking into it. He does manage to upset, it, and he seems to hurt him some, but maybe not to the full effect that you might think. So lovely. Now it is Servants' turn. Oh yeah, boy. Servants, what you gonna do, boy? <laughs> I'm gonna use my magic weapon on it. Oh, interesting. Are you still a top roan? Yes, I am. Okay, so what do you do?
0: I'm going to r- run at him and use my odachi to slash him. Okay, you're going to ride at him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful.
1: What is it? It's a 13. A 13, unfortunately, is a miss. That's what I was thinking. That sucks.
0: But when I take the attack action, I can attack twice on my turn. Ooh. Oh, I yeah. Because I have extra
1: attack, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll say that you... Go ahead and roll me another attack. We'll see. Roll me that second attack, boy.
0: That's a 20. Is that a natural 20? That's a natural
3: 20. That's a natural 20? Oh,
1: my gosh. Oh, you rolled a natural 20. Yes. Bounding toward it... A top roan you swipe at the creature, but you were aiming toward its head, maybe, and it sort of jerks its head to the left, and <laughs> then lets out more of that raspy breath, and then you swing around it, you know, in an arcing direction, and come back up its other side, and you swipe your sword down toward it. Oh. Roll me that damage.
0: So it's two D six plus six. Does that mean I get forty six?
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it means you got forty six.
0: You double that damage, brother. Twelve plus. Five,
1: 17 damage. 17 damage.
0: And. shoot, And. 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 When I hit with the melee weapon attack, I can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage with divine smite. Holy cow. Boom. Wow. Smote it. Smite this thing. Smite its head off. Let's
1: see what happens right here.
0: That's four. But I have a question. Yeah. If it's a undead or a fiend, it's 1d8 extra, just in case.
1: It is neither.
0: Okay, so that's four more damage.
1: Nice. Okay. So you come running along its other side, swiping your odachi along its side as you run past it, and its black furry back just opens up beneath your sword with precision, and the wound just spreads open, and this black smoky substance comes pouring out of it and falling onto the ground around its feet like fog and then yanks its neck up towards you and just lets out the loudest, most piercing howl you've ever heard in your life. And I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh no.
0: M mm, That's a ten.
1: Total? You got yeah. a ten. That's a failure. Mmm. You become frightened of this creature. Don't hurt me. Running alongside it, slashing it, and dealing it a great wound, you feel emboldened. And But as it turns its long neck up towards you with that creepy man face and howls in your face, you become yeah. utterly afraid of it and you are compelled to run away from it as fast as you possibly can.
0: I must run. Gotta run. Which on a horse is pretty fast.
1: Yeah. And we'll say that you've already, I mean, it was about, I don't know, we'll say it was probably 10, 15 feet away from you. So in all your movement, I'll say you've probably used about. 15 feet of your horse's speed so you can get, what, 25 more feet away this turn? Yeah. Okay, so you turn and start running in the opposite direction atop your horse just, yeah, pushing Roan forward. How long
3: does that last? Cervantes, why are you leaving me? I don't like that.
2: It's Jim's turn. Yes. Well, Jim is going to look at this thing and say, why must we fight? <laughs> <laughs> really? And then he's going to lean in and whisper dissonantly. You
0: give it a kiss oh. on the cheek. Dissonant whispers.
1: Dissonant whispers. Yeah. You know, wisdom safe. Wisdom. Okay. Go ahead. That's a whisper, 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 whisper,
3: whisper, Sounds like he's just saying whisper a lot. Get this dog off of me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he rolled an eleven. Ooh. He fails.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Roll me to Damage.
2: That is five D six. Oh wow. wow. wow.
1: Holy crap. Dang. there's a ton of damage. It's warlocks warlocking over here.
2: I only have four d6s. <laughs> so I'm going to roll these four, and then I'll roll another one. Okay. okay. So that's a one and a one. Good lord. Okay. A four and okay. a six. So th- so that's 12. Oh, boy. Plus five. 17.
1: Nice. Jeez. You say, why must we fight? And it sort of jerks his head towards you with a (laughs) snarl and a growl. And you lean down and whisper toward it. And as you do, you see its bright red eyes get bigger with this fearful look. And then it lets out another howl. Make me a wisdom save.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Run away. Is that wisdom?
1: Yes. Save plus wisdom.
2: I got a 17.
1: Nice. You succeed.
2: Yay! Also, it's supposed to run away from me.
1: This black substance that's coming out of its side keeps flowing and flowing and flowing, and then it fills this black, smoky cloud up around its feet, and this thing with its neck, like, jerking from left to right and spinning in these creepy, weird directions, it lets out that howl as it bounds backwards, like pawing at its side and then clawing at its head, and it just flops around and then turns around and runs as fast as it can as another gateway opens up behind it, and it just disperses into it like shadow.
2: Oh, thank the Lord. Is there any of that shadow left in the ground? I want to taste it.
1: I mean, it's like smoke, and it's sort of dissipating. wants to taste it. You can lean down and huff it like vape, I guess, you know, just see what happens.
2: I go over, and I gingerly sniff it.
1: Okay, <laughs> it stinks like sulfur, sort of. Not sulfur, that would be like ghost or something. It stinks. <laughs>
2: Why did I do that?
0: Mind <laughs> you always do oh that? Oh, my gosh. For the vine.
1: All of these dogs get up and start yipping and run toward the gate and just start popping out of existence. And then I look at them and say,
2: yeah, that's right. Am I still running? I gave you a chance.
1: You are for the full 40 or full 25 feet away from it, but around the time as you're sort of breaking through that, that you would reach in those six seconds, as Jim steps forward while you're running away and banishes this thing away with the final attack, you feel the fear just leave you.
0: I'm not scared anymore. <laughs>
1: what do you do? <laughs> turn this horse around. Turn that horse around. Turn this horse around. You turn this horse around, you swing back around, and you begin trotting toward the rest of the group.
0: Yes. Oh, Sir Vance, why'd you run away? Oh, it-
3: I
1: was gaining
0: momentum for another attack. <laughs> It it bit me. It it had a human face, and it bit me. Gosh!
1: Hey, Lark, make me another wisdom saving throw.
3: Man. It's an 8 on the dice, so plus my wisdom save is a 4, so it's a
1: 12. You feel paranoid.
3: Mm. I, like, get up and, like, start inspecting the wound. I hope it wasn't poisoned.
1: You start remembering that displacer beast. Yeah. Yeah. How it affected you.
3: Does this look... Jim, does this look infected? Does this look like it... You see the black stuff again.
2: So I want to make a medicine check. Okay. To inspect the wound. Okay. I get an eight. Okay.
1: <laughs> it looks totally normal, like a normal wound. Just like bite marks bleeding a lot. It looks normal to me. Yeah, you're probably... Sir Vance, he... I'm, I'm he, gonna go over lying.
0: to him, ride over to him. Mm-hmm. Where would you be at?
1: On his H- shoulder. Do you not see it? <laughs> As you go over to him and you begin to inspect the wound, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw.
0: Amazing. That's an eight. <laughs>
1: Sounds familiar. Oh, boy. You feel very just embarrassed by the fact that you ran away. And then you start feeling very angry at all of these guys for how that they're looking at you, like looking down at you now suddenly like you're weak and afraid and scared.
0: Mm, who do you all think you are asking me where I went? I'd
3: ask you to look up at my wound. What's your problem?
0: Who cares about your wound? Lork's
3: eyes get a little big. and He goes, well, obviously no one in this group. And he starts to head up on down the path the way that we were headed.
1: Kellen, I need you and Jim to both make me wisdom saves as well.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Is this magic? I got a 24. A 24 wisdom save.
1: You succeed. (laughs) I did it. Kellen, no.
2: That's
4: ridiculous. It's not magic? (laughs) No. Dang. I just want to use
1: that. Uh Aha, that's natural 20. Okay.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: You're both feeling pretty good. Neither of you have taken any damage, so you both feel fine. Charlie speaks up. What's wrong with Lorik and Servants? They seem quite out of sorts.
4: I believe that they're dealing with mental backlash from that monster. Are you coming with what us or what? What are you all doing?
1: Lorik, you just feel like something's like behind you just watching you, like something could jump out from any shadow around you.
3: We need to hurry. I'm going. Come on. Okay, there's something going on. I don't know what to do.
1: Guy says, actually, you know what I need to roll for, guy.
4: Uh-oh. Please god least be saying.
1: uh did you guys hear that <laughs> um oh boy are there you think you think there's more of those those big dog things with the man face we we need to hurry we need to get out of here we need we need to go we need to go right now let's um yeah i'm with lorik let's let's go Servants. uh are you ready can we go We're already
0: going
3: guy let's go i use press the digitation to lot up behind me just to see if
1: there's anything there just a dim light. You don't see anything. Jim.
4: Yes. There's something going on here. We need to help them out somehow. They've got to snap out of it. It's like that, that one guy was talking about, you know, that the
2: grove messes with you mentally. Should we Should we use that thing? I think we should probably, yes, the thing. So I make another dancing goblin.
4: <laughs> mm. No, 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 not that thing. The, sh- oh, okay, okay.
2: I
3: shoot Jim.
1: Sir Vance, Laric, and Guy are all heading farther down the path. They're heading into this dark, dead-like forest.
3: That acorn.
1: Yeah, where's the acorn at? Who had it? Pretty sure Lark has it, right? Or is it Sir?
0: No, Guy <sighs> has it.
2: Guy has
1: it. Or okay, it's yeah. Either, is it, it
0: me or Guy? I'm pretty sure it's Guy. I think Guy has sure it. You're Guy. right. Yeah, it is because okay. I told him,
1: "Hey, Guy, he's the one that it's time it. to plant an oak." Come on, come on, Jim. We, we need to hurry up. We need we need to go now. Come on into the city. To see a marching band? Yes, exactly. L- l- let's go. Guy has started walking, but now... You know how when you're walking in the dark and you feel like there's something watching you and you're trying not to run?
0: But you're running?
1: But, but then you start walking a little faster and and then you start jogging and next thing you know, you just break out into a full run like some creature is just right on your heels? Yes. That's Guy right now. He takes off at a full sprint into the forest. <laughs>
3: Are you serious? Guy, oh, what are crap. you doing? Guy. Guy, stop. I run after him.
4: Um, Loric,
1: you feel like there's something breathing down your neck.
3: I, like, wildly swing around.
1: Sir you Vance, don't see anything.
3: There's something, there's something right behind me.
0: Just, no, there's nothing there. You're I just, can. I can feel it. You've been nothing but a hindrance this whole time. Hindrance. Jeez. Nothing but a hindrance.
4: I want to chase after Guy because he's running into the forest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you run after Guy? Yes. Jim, wh- what are you doing?
2: I am following the crowd. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. But at the same time, trying to like be like, guys, guys, come on. Come on. We need to, we need to
1: deliberate. We need to figure this out.
3: The next time that I feel like it's breathing down my neck, I'm going to fire my Wand of Wonders at it.
1: Oh, my gosh. You don't feel like it's like right on you now. You just feel like there's something, like there's anything, could come out of every shadow around you. Like you're surrounded by things that want to kill you.
3: I have that feeling I had when the displacer beast got me. What feeling? You were dead. They're gonna. That something is is there. That I'm being watched. It's about to run out of the trees. It, it's. We need to go get guy, and somebody needs to stand right behind me. Come on.
1: Okay. Have I called up the guy yet? No, you're you're chasing after him. He got a little bit of a lead on you. You guys are running toward Guy. Lorix or you also head that way?
0: Yep. Yeah, I speed my horse up to go get Guy. Don't he leave me. Gosh.
1: Vance speeds his horse up begrudgingly. Everyone's running along deeper into the dark forest. And that's where we're going to end this episode.
4: Oh, what a jerk. Jeez.
1: This has been Make Believe Heroes. Thanks so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, you want to help the show out, be a pal, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Those are a huge help. Helps us get noticed. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a shout-out. Let us know if you're enjoying the show. Maybe share it with a friend. That is the number one way that we spread the word about our show is just our listeners telling other people that they should listen. Before we go, there's one more thing I wanted to mention. We often give a shout out to battlebards.com on the show for all of their great tabletop sound effects and music you know ones like this and these
0: Tampa Tanya Tanya And
1: some of this right here you know the ones. If you're interested in using some of these crazy sound effects or some of the beautiful music that BattleBards can provide for your game, you should go right now to BattleBards.com. They've begun a subscription service called BattleBards Prime, which gives you access to hundreds of tracks that are incredible for your table. In fact, if you go right now and use the coupon code MBHPODCAST, you can get 15% off your BattleBards Prime subscription. So go right now. And use the code MBHPODCAST to start using fantastic audio today with 15% off. And it'll also help us out. We promise you won't be disappointed. We love you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. We'll miss you. Goodbye.